Hello, my awesome friends and Health Masters family, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys got a good night rest last night and you're ready for another day. And please be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com if you guys need anything at all, including the product of the week, the Joint Rebuilding Formula on its sale for the last day. It'll be changing over tomorrow for whatever you guys vote. It looks like the CoQ10 Ubiquinol and the Muscle Blast formula, both of them are starting to pull pretty strong today by the last day. So be sure to vote for what you want to see win on the website. All you got to do is log in and click the thumbs up button, which is to vote for that product. And uh, more, more votes equal top of the list. And top of the list, when it wins, means it goes on sale for something big tomorrow. So be sure to check it on the website at healthmasters.com along with the massive super sale on the D3K2 10,000, extremely crucial product. We've talked about it, and it's been in headlines for years now on how important it is for the nutrient system, how important it is for the immune system, how important it is for overall general health. So be sure to check that out on sale for 25% off right now for a limited time only at healthmasters.com. Now, also, I want to start off first here. You know, I've had a lot of people sending me emails. I've been joined through a lot of emails yesterday and today, and a lot of people have been asking me, about this whole shenanigans that's been going on with the railways for the last month. And I've talked about it briefly. And I know a couple of people that have worked in that industry and have been trying to kind of reach out and get a heads up on it. And if you guys know, there's been a lot of talks about, oh, well, there's going to be a strike with the railroads. They've been trying to do a, an agreement with them and they've gone through the weekend and there's little signs of progress, blah, blah, blah. Now, I've told you guys before, there's no question about it. A lot of pretty much all we hear and see is stage theater. Now, this is one of those things with the railways. It's a very it's a very touchy subject, so to speak, when it comes to actually having direct knowledge of it, because a lot of stuff you hear is just basically regurgitated mainstream media. However, from a lot of the research that I'm reading and a lot of the research that I'm hearing now, they have already started to actually as some of the main um, train the main freight companies have already started to put contingency plans for controlled compounds such as hazardous and security-sensitive materials and light possibility of a railroad strike. Now, I'm hoping this doesn't happen. I really think they'll come to an agreement on it because obviously this would be catastrophic for the economy. However, you got to look at it like we always talk about, man. This is, this is chestnut checkers. They're working on trying to bring the U.S. dollar down and the entire U.S. economy down, which is one of the reasons why me and so many people I know have stayed very vigilantly prepped and know exactly what's going on with a lot of stuff. And there's a high probability with what you're seeing with the fodder about UPS going on strike, railways going on strike. They're intentionally trying to get some type of more drama, in my opinion, I think, to get focus off what's really going on and what they may try to do. And this is just my opinion. If something goes sideways with these railway companies, they could come in now and try to fix the problem right before the midterm elections. There was also another comment that I saw somewhere from basically a friend of mine that we were talking about, and he said there's a high probability they may try to do something as well as far as the alleged Democrats with something with Putin towards the elections, all coming into right now into focus right before the election time next month. Now, whether or not that happens or not, I don't know. 
but there's most definitely a lot, a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and that's why I've encouraged people. If you know there's a high probability that there may be shortages with railways and UPS and so forth, make sure you're staying prepped up on anything you need, whether that be extra ammo, whether that be extra food buckets, whether that be extra supplements. And I told a friend of mine about this because he was he always takes a lot of the cinnamon extract, helps out with his blood sugar really well. He actually used to be type 2 diabetic, and he's pretty much overcome it now, and he's really strict on his diet, really strict on his supplements, and me and him have had numerous conversations, and he said, dude, there's no reason not to have at least a couple months worth of specific nutrients you know you need, and I agree with him. He said, and that goes with everything. He goes, whether you need backup water, whether you need backup food, whether you need backup supplements for your health, he said pretty much his opinion, and he's always hold a staple on, is 90 days. And that's pretty much the same way. I've, I've always told people to prep for 30 days of anything, meaning if something happens, you can pretty much function without leaving your property or your compound for at least 30 days. 90 days is aggressive. That's a pretty aggressive standpoint what he's told me, but he's not necessarily wrong. So I encourage everybody with a lot of the weird stuff that's going on right now and a lot of this just – a lot of it I think is fear porn is to keep people focused on different stuff besides actually looking at what's really going on behind the scenes and what the banker boys are doing because remember – these banker boys that run this monopoly table that we're working on right now, they already know their next move on a lot of this stuff. They already have a lot of stuff already put into place and contingencies put into place. That's why they're doing this with the housing market right now. You have to understand it with the housing market. The banks technically right now have absolutely no reason to be signing on mortgages like they're still doing. They're still signing on an enormous amount of mortgages every single week. If the interest rate is only 5 to 6% on mortgages – but we know for a fact the inflationary rate is around 9 to 10%. Why in the world would it be fiscally prudent for a bank to be signing a mortgage right now? It wouldn't. If you're only getting a 5 or 6% return on your mortgage on a you know half a million dollar mortgage rate, but yet you know inflationary rates at 10%, the banks would technically be losing money, right? Goes common economics, basic economics 101. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine over the house the other day, and he said there's something going on behind the scenes, and what he thinks that they're going to do is the same thing they did in 2008 where you saw a lot of these banks that collapsed and these other banks that got these huge bailouts. He thinks they're going to break down more of the banks and consolidate them again on a smaller stack again, meaning you're going to see just a few key top-tier banks that are going to be running pretty much the entire country. You break it down, you buy them out, you cash it out, you file them off. And you consolidate them again. This is what they've been doing with Amazon. This is what they've been doing with Walmart for decades. This is what they've been doing with numerous other companies. That is why I always tell you guys it is so important. A, make sure you have some type of backup funding. I'm not giving you any financial advice, but you have extra funding outside of the banking system. Now, I'm not talking about having you know a ton of money under your mattress or something stupid. You make your own decision what you need to do with that, but always factored in what would you function like right now if all of a sudden the bank shut down on Friday without notice? That's just a simple question. I ask people that all the time. You want to have a little bit of extra cash, a little bit of extra silver, whatever you need to do, not giving you advice. That's just my personal opinion. The same thing goes with food. If you start seeing railroad strikes and you start seeing businesses shut down and you start seeing everything that happened, remember what we saw with the toilet paper pandemic during covid remember people running to the store i mean i personally saw it i mean shopping carts as tall as them pushing them all the way down the aisles running with toilet paper nobody could figure out why everybody was stockpiling toilet paper 
But everybody started stockpiling toilet paper because they saw everybody else stockpiling toilet paper. COVID had no aspect on your bowels, so to speak, but it was just people started buying it. People started panic buying. That happens with anything. It happens with bank runs. It happens with food runs. It happens with you know toilet paper runs. That's why I tell people if something starts to occur, the last place you want to be is at the grocery store fighting over a can of beans with somebody that's basically – about to start starving. That's the last place you want to go. Always prudent. A wise man sees calamity and prepares accordingly. Just my two cents on that. Also, too, in other news, it's interesting. This monkeypox apparently has uh, – monkeypox vaccine, I should say, has claimed its first victim, Michael Mosher, a Hollywood makeup artist, has allegedly died nine days after receiving his monkeypox vaccine, according to media post on here. And that's interesting about this. I covered this about three months ago, and I was talking in detail on how the actual research, when you looked at the monkeypox vaccine, there were enormous amount of cardiovascular events when they tested this, implying, especially when it showed the cardiac enzymes, it implied that heart muscle damage of some kind, and it was not studied any further. However, it was definitely showing that there were an enormous amount of individuals that were having heart disease and heart problems in testing after monkeypox shots, which was a smallpox shot. And this was years ago. So there's no question about it. I think it's been a double whammy. Now you got Pfizer rolling out their shot, 171 million doses with zero human trials, much less any safety studies. And even in the mice studies that they did for very short term, they're not even being forced to release those by the FDA telling me that, again, I told you guys the other day, it's going to be pointing fingers back and forth at each other. That's all it's going to do. Pfizer's going to point the finger at FDA and say, we don't know why this shot has gone sideways and so many people are getting sick. The FDA said we could approve it. The FDA is going to say, we don't know why it's happening. You need to talk to Pfizer about it. And both of them, of course, are going to have carte blanche immunity. So it's going to be like Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. Nothing's going to happen about it. It's just going to be the same thing as we see it all the time. So in my opinion, best thing to do, stay out of the pharmaceutical industrial complex, especially when it comes to these RNA shots and vaccines in general. And be sure to use wisdom and get the truth out there about a lot of stuff that's currently happening right now. And make sure a lot of yourself and your friends and family have an idea not to be fearful, not to be scared by any means at all. As we have peace by God Almighty, but to understand what's happening and act accordingly to, for it for whatever you see fit. What do you think, Dad? Uh, you know, also, we live in strange times. I mean, they're getting worse. I mean, it's not getting better. I mean, this inversion that's happening right now in everything, the economy and the money and the housing sector, you know, with the banks, with the government, with the, you know, Joe Biden, you know, having an open Nazi rally, you know, more of a communist Stalin rally, to be honest with you guys, you know, with the red background and the troops behind him. I mean, you know, telling us, that, you know, we have F-15s and F-16s and you have AR-15s. I mean, this is just pure inflammatory rhetoric. It reminds me so much of what happened with the Revolutionary War. You know, in 1770, it was interesting. There was all kinds of problems happening in the United States already because the British were coming in with King George and just forcing the colonists to pay more and more stuff. They were putting redcoats everywhere. They were causing them to demand quarter. In other words, they'd move right into your house, and you couldn't do anything about it. And they would live with you and eat your food and damage your furniture, and you couldn't tell them to leave because you had no rights. And, and there was a guy, by the way, his name was Crispus Attucks, he was the first man who actually died in the Revolutionary War, attributed to him. He's a black man and a great patriot. He was also a whaler, a seaman, and they were up in Boston, and this is from the Boston Massacre. You guys could look it up. And some of the details are a little bit sketchy, but here's about the best I can figure out what happened. 
is the British had shot a young man because they were showing throwing snowballs. And so, you know, a child you know, several weeks later at the British troops, I mean, he shot and like killed the kid for throwing snowballs. And this inflammatory rhetoric just built up and built up and built up. And finally, they were again pointing their rifles at basically more children. And Crispus Attucks was a naval seaman, and he came out and saw it. He then ran downstairs, and he basically got about 50 of his friends who were also seamen. And they came up armed, and they went after the British troops, and, and Crispus Attucks was killed. And the, basically, the troops were then put on trial, and really nothing happened to them. And uh, you know, and then also the government basically realized that you know this thing was getting out of hand because now British troops were being shot, British troops were being tried, and colonists were being killed. That was really the beginning with the Boston Massacre of the Revolutionary War that precipitated the change because people were being taught and basically they were being t- treated unbelievably unfair. But I find it you know, pretty amazing and pretty nice actually that the first person that basically died in the Revolutionary War was a black seaman, and I admire him for that. And see, and this is the thing now they're trying to tell you to do that basically uh, they don't want you to – how should I say? Black Lives Matter grabbed the whole, whole of Christus Attucks a few years ago when they were doing their little thing in you know, burning cities, and they were using him as a, as a mentor to supposedly correct the problems of the white people, which is complete nonsense. Christus Attucks was a patriot. He wanted the United States to be free. He wanted the end of British rule, and he wanted to support the government of the United States, not stand against it, not go out and burn stuff. He did not want to be like the British soldiers were, and people need to realize that. Remember the remember what the Constitution says. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Actually, this is the you know, Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator. Now, I want to say that one more time. This is not a government that's giving us rights. It's the God Almighty. We've got to get that through our heads, that God gave us these rights. And I know a lot of you guys who listen to the show aren't Christians. I got, yeah, I got that, okay, but you got to understand something. This is what they said with the Declaration of Independence. They've had enough of it, that basically God had given them certain rights, and the British government had usurped those rights. Let me read it again. The men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator, that would be the great I am, with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's the consent of us, not tyranny over us. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to abolish or to alter it and to institute a new government. This is what we had to do with the crown and with the British royalty and with King George, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate what governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right to themselves by abolishing the forms which to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right and their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for the, for the future security. And this is exactly what a lot of patriots are talking about now because they're beginning to realize that this entire thing is going sideways with us because of what happened with the 2020 elections. And remember, the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution said Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. In other words, our rights are freedom of religion, speech, press, to assemble and to petition. 
freedom of religion has been completely destroyed with the Johnson Amendment. Freedom of speech has been completely taken away from us because the Kabbalist, Luciferian, elector run the international banking cartels have taken away our media, and they're basically hitting us with Operation Mockingbird every time we turn. The press is the same thing, completely controlled by the same Kabbalist, Luciferian, and the right of the people to peacefully assemble, which is exactly what they did on January the 6th until they were provoked by provocateurs in the crowd, and, be, and the buildings were being opened by security to go in and be arrested. And then we have the right to petition the government for redress of grievances, but the government doesn't allow petitioning of redress of grievances on what happened on January the 6th. I mean, most of these people are still in jail, which is absolutely incredible. And always remember what Samuel Adams said. This is very, very important. We understand his quote here. He said, for no people – now listen to this. Well, these guys are really bright, by the way. For no people will tamely surrender their liberties. In other words, we're not just going to surrender just because we're going to do it without a fight, nor can it be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. In other words, as long as we have virtue and knowledge, no people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can it be subdued. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant, that's what they've done with the school systems and made everybody stupid with fluoride and all the chemicals they use. When they are universally ignorant and stupid and debauched, debauched in their own manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. In other words, once you get people stupid enough and dumb enough and dumbed down enough and basically ignorant enough, they will basically fall down and no longer have the ability to Govern themselves. They will basically be taken over very easily by a foreign power or by some other despot who comes in and takes over. But we got to remember, our creator gave us these unalienable rights. We have that right. And now we have to see, we have to take a look at something here. This is very, very important. You remember back in 2020, Joe and Camilla were having appearances all over the country, and nobody was showing up at the rallies. Let's remember, let's remember that. Remember that? They were having 10, 15, 20 people show up. Trump was packing stadiums, putting in tens of thousands of people. Trump got more votes than any other president ever had ever received, but Biden supposedly beat him by 7 million votes? No. This is all algorithm was set up with the voting machines. This is what happened. There were multiple inconsistencies and irregularities. You know, However, the election was pronounced free and clear and free and fair. In January the 6th, as we mentioned just a minute ago, protesters were arrested and jailed. Trump did not pardon any of them. He walked away and relinquished the presidency as if he was answering to some other person's command. And then all of a sudden, it was bipartisan endorsement. That was the end of the story. Just like when 9-11, we had the 9-11 Commission report, which is a complete and total joke, and we just, we just celebrated or not celebrated. We just honored the people that had fallen on 9-11. We just did that this week, and we realized that you know we had Building 7, the Solomon Building come down, but nobody wanted to talk about that. We had molten steel for days and days and days, weeks underneath the trade towers. Nobody talked about that. Then the steel girders were basically that had been used thermite to cut these charges. They basically were hauled off and taken away so no evidence could be gathered and sent to China to be smelted and sold off as scrap. All of this stuff happened. People say it could have been an energy weapon. People say it could have been mini, mini nukes. People say it could have just been C4. Some people say it was thermite. Politicians interested in, in winning legitimate elections don't appropriate $80 billion three months before the election to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. Nobody would do that. Some of whom will be armed to harass taxpaying voters. They don't conduct a raid on the home of their hated opponent, handing him an issue which solidifies his support, and they don't engage in a proxy war with Russia on the doorstep of a nuclear power. They don't do any of that stuff. They don't do a neo-Nazi setting speech and telling everybody how awful they are. So again, what Joseph Stalin said, remember, it doesn't matter who you vote for. It only matters who counts the votes. Then you had the documentary 2,000 Mules came out, and nobody really talked about that at all except for alt-media. The media never ever covered any of it because they didn't want people watching it. 
you know, Biden administration, along with Trump administration, also they opened the southern border. Now, Trump is not as bad as Biden, letting over five million people in supposedly in just the last few years with Biden. Now they're taking all the housing over in the United States, being given housing for free, like we talked, like Austin talked about a few minutes ago, with absolutely no credit check being done. And now we have the rents going through the roof because there's not enough housing in the United States for all these immigrants that are coming in along with the people who are basically in the houses already. And now a lot of these other people will be evicted from their homes so the immigrants can come in and rebuy these homes with absolutely no money out of pocket. It's like Austin said. You don't give a mortgage out for 5% when inflation's at 9%. And some people say 17%. You don't do it. But they're saying now that the, the, the this, 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 no matter what Biden's done, that he's going to hold the Senate and the House in 2022. And then they say, well, don't worry. Just wait until 2024. I mean, this is just going on and on and on. Neither party cares about fair elections except here in Florida because this is part of the corrupt government that runs the country behind the scenes. The U.S. government basically is the largest criminal enterprise in history, and there's plenty of money to go around. I mean, remember when the Republicans couldn't get rid of Obamacare? Trump was the president. We could throw the Senate. Republicans control the House. The company, they control the Senate, and we could not get rid of Obamacare. And, you know, see, the same group of people, the Kabbalist Luciferian, these people that were basically blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein, that were in control in 2016, they're still in control. They're still they're controlled in 2020. You know, remember, don't forget what Trump did. His COVID response was a totalitarian expansion of power for politicals, for politicians and for the medical bureaucrats. His warp speed, poison, toxic vaccines, altering genes is going to are going to injure and kill more people than the virus and the variants. And he still brags about it. Trump is all about Trump. Always remember that. I've talked to you guys so long about that, and don't send me any mail about this. If I'm wrong with anything I just said, you send me the update on it. You do it. Well, he's better than Biden would be. I also talked about this yesterday. Yes, I would rather have Trump in office than Biden, the bumbling buffoon who can't even speak, who shakes hands with ghosts on the platform. Yeah, I got that, who falls off of bicycles and falls down the steps on Air Force One. Unbelievable insult to the population of this country that this guy who is so senile that he's basically being propped up in front of a camera. This is just elder abuse is all it is, is using him like this. It really is. So we have all these people and all these things that are happening, and we, and we understand what's happening right now. That's why we have to stand in the gap. We've got to rely on Jesus Christ. We've got to get the pastors in the pulpit, which I say every single day, like we do on this show, to bring this stuff up into the common vernacular so we all discuss it. Because if we don't, what's going to happen is this country's going down quick, guys. It really, really is. That's why Austin says you need to kind of load up on your food and your storable food and all the other things that are available to you right now. Because, guys, it's so important to realize that if we don't do something – Immediately, at the local levels, if we don't get out there and get the pastors in the pulpit and the preachers in the pulpit and the people in the doggone churches to talk about more than just name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, and how happy everything is and how great everything is, if we don't start dealing with issues, the country's going to come apart. Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. For this is a day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice in it, like you guys are doing. I did lose with emails. It's askdrtedb at yahoo.com, and I love it. I've caught up on every one of them, and I've answered every single email, except for the ones I deleted because people want to be ugly. I've answered all of them because I'm, I'm, I'm caught up, so I'm good with all that because I enjoy and I love hearing from you guys. And I thank you because it's really keeping me busy in the afternoons. You guys are awesome. But, guys, listen, we've got to do more than just listen to the Ted and Austin Brower show. And don't get me wrong. I love you listening to the show, but you've got to get involved with your local school boards, your local county elections, your local city elections. And you've got to send my show and Austin show out everywhere to all of your friends on your email list, on your data list. That's how the show grows. That's how we've got close to probably around two million listeners a month now. 
we've got so many people listening to the show because we're telling you guys the truth that nobody else is doing. And, and we've got to understand something, you know, the, the deficits and the money and all the stuff that they're doing to us is basically designed by the international banking communities that run the United States through Mossad and through Jeffrey Epstein and through all the blackmail to subjugate us. And make us basically to have a to put us under absolute despotism. Remember what the Bible says that the servant, that the, that the, that the borrower is servant to the lender, and, and this is this is what we're doing right now. You know, when this unravels, this thing unravels, there's going to be billions of people literally all over the world that are going to be impoverished and enraged, and they're not going to know what to do. That's what Klaus Schwab says: you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You, you know, this 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 COVID presents a very a very good opportunity that we have right now to reset the entire global economy in the global world. That's what he says. These are his own words. I'm not I'm not making it up. And, and we got to realize that we can't allow ourselves to be subjugated. But, but piggybacking off what he's saying, and that's exactly right. There's no question about it right now with what's happening. Everybody's got to start getting proactive. And we've said that for years now, and that's one thing that I did say. The only – one of the only positive benefits that I have seen as far as with you know, the stolen election, I guess if you could put a silver lining on a stolen election, it's very difficult to do, is the fact that I think more people now have realized the game's rigged, which means we have to be even more aggressive now and more proactive and speak even louder because that's, that's a right. fact. I told you guys that yesterday. Trump, you know, we kind of everybody got kind of complacent. We all thought everything was just be hunky dory, do what you need to do, let everything roll around, and uh, it's that's been far from that. And so that's exactly right on that topic as far as making sure everybody stays active, proactive, and continues to get the truth out there as much as they can. Also, to in other news, this is something really interesting in the UK over here. New surveillance infrastructure is under the way and underway in UK, Great Britain, with millions of facial recognition cameras being installed across British streets. This is very strange because what's happening is now these new facial recognition cameras would sit inside street lights are cameras that are made by this Chinese state-affiliated company, Dahu, and are equipped with controversial facial recognition software. What's more is that Dahu has basically a very worrying track record for severe cybersecurity vulnerabilities, which I'll put my opinion on that. I think that's a lie. I think they intentionally allow them to have back doors. I found this out about DVRs. Video camera DVRs that you put in your house, okay? And a lot of these DVRs I found out that were made in China actually had back doors that allowed them to be hacked into by people that knew how to hack into them, meaning these facial recognition cameras. They're not accidentally weak as far as on their cybersecurity vulnerabilities. They're designed to be able to be hacked into because remember – China thinks that they are going to be the next global superpower, and quite frankly, if everybody keeps giving them money and everybody keeps capitulating, then they probably are, and that's why China, I personally think, has been so proactive in becoming such a very, very aggressive communist totalitarian state. Remember, they have almost a billion facial recognition cameras now, up from like 600 million that was uh, in there in 2019. They put even more in. Now, what's interesting about this is the, a lot of the United States will not allow these cameras to be used from this company because they are so compromised. Now, this is what's starting to happen. This is what they're rolling into with the, the utopia that they want to tell everybody. UK already has massive amount of cameras everywhere, and this is why I've told you guys when you start seeing stuff come in, massively support these law firms that are going in and fighting and suing these companies. The company down here called Ticket Clinic that was based out of Florida a while back ago, they had a multi-million.
billion dollar lawsuit that went against the companies that were doing the photo cameras on the red light cameras here in all of Florida. And they won, and a big chunk of it. A bunch of them had to be taken down or disabled because what we found was happening from the lawsuit is that the company that was running this face, that was running the red light cameras was a private security contractor firm, and they were simply having a law enforcement officer that was paid on staff to sign off on these because legally a red light camera has to have a law enforcement review on it. They weren't even reviewing the photos. They simply were having a blanket basically stamp that one of the cops was doing and stamping all of it. And they brought in over $25 million here in Florida in three years. And only a small, small percentage of it was kicked back to local law enforcement. None of it, not one single dollar was rolled back into the current infrastructure of the cities like in Lakeland and Miami and some of these other main cities that got hit with these cameras. And they would turn around and suck millions of dollars out of the local economy, millions of dollars, and then turn around and say, well, if you don't pay it, it has a law enforcement signature stamp on it, which means we're going to send this to the clerk of courts, and they're eventually going to suspend your driver's license if you don't pay this fine. And it would. Now, it would take a very significant period of time to go through the ranks. And that's why I've told everybody, most of the red light cameras are like $150, $170. I will pay an attorney at, at, at the doggone ticket clinic $99 just to fight the red light camera just so they do not get any revenue from me. I would rather pay an attorney law firm that is going in and continually suing these companies than I would rather pay the security contractor company that is illegally putting these cameras in here. And here's why I'm saying this. It is so important to be proactive. Cameras never stop. Unless you continue to fight them. We have seen this repeatedly now, country across country, state across state. When you start having facial recognition cameras, red light cameras, speed cameras, they're all designed to do one thing. And it is not designed to protect the populace if any net person actually thinks that. They're designed to control the way the populace acts, drives, and operates. I remember years ago, and Ted's told this story before, and I always thought, thought it was very interesting because we went on a trip to Europe, and we were in Great Britain, UK. And we got a rental car. Dad got a rental car. And, of course, it's right-hand drive, and you're on the left side of the road, and they gave him a manual. And I was pretty impressed, not going to lie. I mean, I mean, he's hitting gears with his left hand, driving on the left side of the road, on the right side of the car. Pretty difficult considering everything you've ever known about driving is completely inverted now at that point. And I remember we're, like, out in the middle of this just, like, back pasture road. I don't know where. It's like a sheep farm area. And all of a sudden, we got to do a U-turn in this, like, roundabout intersection because we're going the wrong way. There's no place to turn around. So he does a U-turn. Does a U-turn. Nobody's coming. There's nobody out there. I mean, you, you could have gotten out in the middle of the road and walked around. Turn around, does a U-turn, nothing, nothing. Then I remember we're turning the rental car back in a couple days later. All of a sudden, they go, oh, by the way, here's a uh, camera ticket for you doing an illegal U-turn in an undesignated area. There's a photo of our car doing a U-turn out in the middle of nowhere. We couldn't even figure out, like, where'd the camera come from? Would they have it hidden in a rock? Was it, like, propped up under a tree in a fake tree somewhere? And I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I don't even, I don't even remember. Did you even pay that? That I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had no choice, Austin. My dog on credit card was on file with a car rental company. They just they forced me to do it. That's right. That's right. I remember that now. And, 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 and so, all, yeah, yeah, we go, were in the middle of nowhere. Go ahead, Austin. Yeah. No, it was it, it was nutty. And so yeah, this was. is exactly what they're doing now in the UK. The same thing they've done in China. They're putting in facial recognition cameras. For what reason, guys, could you figure out? 
Uh, there's only one reason. It's the social credit score platform that China has already implemented. The only reason you're putting facial recognition cameras, millions of them, all over the major cities is because you want to identify who each person is so you can attach a fine to them. Remember in China, if you jaywalk, they'll automatically hit you with a fine. You don't even have to have a camera phone out or nothing. Those are automatically bam, ping, eyebrows, nose, facial recognition points, boom, done, fine, right to your phone. If you don't pay it, they drop your social credit score. Sometimes if you even if you don't pay it or if you don't even have a fine, they'll just automatically ping your credit score and not even fine you any money. And then once you don't have enough credit score, you can't rent a hotel, you can't get a credit card, you can't rent a you can't basically rent a rental car, you can't go on a plane, a train. Remember, they've already said they brag about it. That tens of thousands of people now have been stopped from being able to travel on planes and trains over there because of their low social credit score. Because they say something online or they do something in public that Chinese communist government doesn't agree with. That's where it's headed. So best believe when I tell you the red light cameras and the local cameras and all this stuff that occur, they are doing it for a very specific reason. It has not ever, ever, not one single time been for your safety and protection. There's even documentation. In the lawsuit with Ticket Clinic over the red light cameras, they actually – the law firm actually did a real-life research study to see if the red light cameras in certain areas were reducing traffic uh, uh, accidents before – as far as looking at the traffic accidents in that intersection before the red light cameras and after the inter- uh, red light cameras. And they found almost invariably every single red light camera that was put up, there were a higher amount of traffic accidents in that intersection than there were before because people get all scared. Oh, red light camera. I'm going to jam my brakes as soon as the light turns yellow even though I have five people right behind me going through the intersection. Boom, 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 boom. That was productive. That was really classy. Now you got $200,000 in property damage because you didn't want to get a $150 red light camera. But I get it. If people are trained enough, if people are controlled enough, if you continue to basically make the, you know, the morale, the beatings will continue until the morale improves. The old adage says from back in the day, that's what will happen. That is why it is so important, so important to keep getting the truth out there and absolutely not comply with any of this. Even if you don't necessarily win all the time in some of these meetings, make it known and show other people that you are standing up for truth. Like in the, the thing that we had with the school board meeting with the mask, the same thing that we fought over here. With the storage units, and they're putting these doggone storage. I've told you guys about this. for an entire year almost. We were fighting with them, with the city commissioners, the county commissioners, back and forth, and they kept bringing in more attorneys and more attorneys and more attorneys and DOT personnel to tell us how much we needed them. And one thing I can say though, I can say this: when they first initially brought the entire project to market and they were trying to get it fully approved and rubber stamped, it was probably one of the most botched ideas I've ever seen putting in storage units on the middle of a two-lane road without any type of roadway infrastructure. Now they've gone in, have to do a double-lane road going in. They've had to do new retention ponds, which are uglier and dirt, but they're holding the water. Now they're having to do multiple turn lanes coming in, multiple roads coming in and out now, which that area already needed, quite frankly, and they're having to pay for all of it. And so that wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have been proactive. If we would have sat at home and not gone to those meetings and not fought and not argued and not called these guys out in these areas, it would have been an absolute boondockle. And you have this one-lane road coming off a two-lane road with 200 storage units on the back end of it with zero turning lanes, and it would have been horrific. So again, we definitely did not get what we wanted, and they ramrodded in the men, 
but we we're able to at least get things that we needed in this area, like turning lanes, which already needed to be in this area for these roadways, and they're having to pay for it now. So not necessarily a win, but at least we went in and we were active enough. And everybody knows in Polk County has known my stance on that. There's a lot of people that do not like me about that entire situation that came in. Because remember, not calling any names, I'm not saying it happens, but in a lot of areas and a lot of different cities – these city commissioners get big, nice, big chunks of cash stuffed in their pocket to make sure some of these things go in. Again, not accusing anybody. I'm just saying of what I've heard in some areas and some cities and some places, these guys get big old racks stuffed in their pocket to make sure certain projects get approved even when nobody in the city wants them. That is why it is so important you know who is in your positions in your city and county commissioners, and if you don't like them – Make sure you either run against them or get somebody that's running against them and vote for people that you know are going to be standing up for freedom of the American population in these communities. What do you think, Deb? <laughs> I think we're over the target, Also, Two days in a row now we've been hacked as far as my, my internet signal. And, uh, you know, I'm getting on a good roll today. Got hacked. Got, you know, internet roll yesterday. Got hacked. You know, and Todd's doing a great job, you know, fixing all the stuff up as far as re- putting it back together again. You know, when we play, the, it goes into the archives. But you guys live are hearing it. I mean, there's no reason that I should have my phone hacked and my Internet hacked and taken down like this in the middle of a constitutional thing that I'm talking about, except for the fact that I'm really over the target right now. And so is Austin. And the other thing that was about these, these – and we're not making any accusations about anybody in our area at all. We're not doing that as far as getting kickbacks or paybacks. We just don't understand why we the people can't be heard. We just don't get any of that stuff. But we also know this too, that the these storage units are going to be like bright yellow and bright red. It's like We're like talking like a Batman movie with the Joker. I mean, that's, gonna, that's the color they were going to be. It was going to be hideous. So at least we got them painted in earth tones now. At least we've gotten so that so they actually have enough room to put all these RVs are going to put in there without having them basically being backed up on the highway, causing accidents and rear-ending collisions. And also is right also about the doggone red light cameras. I mean, every time you get to a red light camera, all you want to do is just be really careful and slam on your brakes so you don't get a ticket. Is it, is it going to be yellow or is it going to be red when I go through? So hit the brakes. You lock the brakes down. I mean, if you're driving like a little sports car, like a little Corvette or something, you got these giant disc brakes or carbon fiber ceramic brakes or whatever you have on the car. And you lock up those brakes. I learned a long time ago, back in 86, I used to drive a Pontiac Trans Am. It had the big you know, screaming bird on the hood, the screaming chicken, I called it. And it had those four-wheel disc brakes. It would stop so fast for a car that was from 1986 compared to other cars like Impalas, et cetera. And I learned very, very quickly, you better be looking in the mirror when you slam on the brakes because if there's somebody behind you, they ain't going to stop. And they're gonna, you're going to get rear-ended. That's what happens with these red light cameras. People get rear-ended all the time, causing more and more and more accidents. And I remember that I got one of those things in Sarasota a couple of years ago. And Ticket Clinic, for some reason, didn't basically represent Sarasota County. Then. I don't know if they do now or not. And Ticket Clinic, by the way, is a great company. I'm not, we're not being paid by Ticket Clinic. I'm just letting you know that. We're not being paid by Ticket Clinic to, to promote them. But we've used them so many times, and they get rid of the points, and you don't have to take these crazy classes, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the thing. If you obey the speed limit and you obey the traffic laws – and you're doing everything you possibly can, and you're now all paranoid because of a red light camera, what's the point of the red light camera, honestly? What's the point of the red light camera if it's going to cause more accidents? But, but you know, Austin's right about all of that stuff, and, and, you know, and, we, and we need to address these things. That's why I said in the first part of the segment before I was so uh, you know, cut off by whatever cut me off that we've got to continue to do what we need to do to pull our own weight and to put on the full armor of God and to stand, like it says in the book of Ephesians. In fact, right now, DeSantis now is getting slammed out of Washington for his full armor of God rhetoric, and it's reaching Republicans, but is he playing with fire? 
And he goes on to say, while visiting a private Christian college in southern Michigan, very Democratic stronghold it could be up there, that wields influence in national politics, Governor DeSantis rephrased a biblical passage to deliver a message to conservatives. Put on the full armor of God, stand firm against life schemes and the left schemes. You will face flaming arrows, but if you have the shield of faith, you will overcome them. And in Florida, we walk the line here, DeSantis told the audience at Hillsdale College in February. And I can tell you this, I have only begun to fight. I really like this guy. The Republican governor, a strategic politician who's up for re-election in November, is increasingly using biblical references, which I absolutely love, which we should all be doing, in speeches that cater to those who see policy fights through a morality lens, which he's absolutely right, and flirting with those who embrace nationalist ideas that see the true identity of the nation as Christian. Amen, und amen, und amen. That is our true identity. That's how we were founded, and what we have become now is definitely not that. So I absolutely love that Governor DeSantis and what he's talking about. Also, we're going to tie one other thing together with us all together right now because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these entities and these principalities and these other dimensions. As now the Navy is saying that all UFO videos will remain classified because releasing them would harm national security. So the Navy is going to keep all UFO videos classified because releasing them would basically harm national security. This is what was told by government transparency website that all the government's UFO videos are now classified and will remain classified information in a Freedom of Information Act request response. The Navy told the government transparency site, the Black Vault, that any public dissemination of UFO videos will harm national security and no portions of the videos can be segregated for release. The Black Vault was seeking all videos with the designation of unidentified aerial phenomena. So guys, listen to me. This is what Chuck Mistler told me years ago. This is really important because we've got so much demonic activity going on right now. I asked him one time. I was talking about angels and demons, et cetera, et cetera, and I started asking him about UFOs. And I said to him, I said, well, to tell me about these UFOs. He goes, well, it's all demonic activity. It's all stuff that's been around for a long, long time and just how these entities move about on the earth. Because remember, they're not on the present. Always remember that. They're not God. They can't be everywhere at once. And I said to him, I said, so you're telling me that these – Aliens, these fallen angels, these weird ones, and all this weird stuff that we have going on is basically some type of demonic thing that's happening. He goes, yes. And I said, well, why do they need spaceships? That's what I said to him. We're having lunch. And he looked at me, started laughing. He goes, Ted, why do you think you should be able to tell these entities how they're supposed to move around? <laughs> I started laughing. I said, I guess I never thought about it that way. And apparently they've been around for a long, long, long time. Because remember what I've talked about repeatedly with you guys. You know, the AI system that they want to implement is the same AI system, in my opinion, that was used in Genesis chapter 6, you know, through the 5G, through the 6G, or whatever they had implemented even thousands and thousands of years ago, so that Lucifer could be in everybody's head all at once to allow him to be omnipresent and to basically create evil everywhere so that every thought was evil all the time. That's why I say to you guys, and I can continue to say this every single day. Turn off your Wi-Fi at night. I unplug mine. I actually have a hard wire switch that cuts the entire power circuit to it at night because I don't want to sleep in it. Because, guys, they can do all kinds of weird stuff with Wi-Fi. They can do all kinds of stuff with targeted individuals with Wi-Fi. And, yes, that phenomenon is very, very, very true, and we need to understand that. Here's an article that says, Danger Zone. AI creator warns of apocalyptic artificial intelligence that will replace the need for humans. You know, how do we know they haven't done this to other solar systems, other galaxies, to other planets in the cosmos? How do we know that? Do we know any of that stuff? No. 
because the Bible doesn't go into detail. But remember with the one guy who basically worked for Lockheed Martin for a while, Skunk Works, he said that we now have the ability to take ET home. He said, think about traveling at the speed of thought. That's all scalar energy. They're doing everything they can to cover up this technology so we don't see it. And remember this. Remember the guy said who talked, who said what, who developed the D-Wave computer, and he said he doesn't even know how it works. It, abs- it works at absolute zero, and it, and it connects into an interdimensional interface, absolute zero. That's going right into, I believe, Lucifer's lair. And he said when he stood in front of it, it was like standing before the altar of an alien god. Yeah, check me out on all of this stuff. Just check it out. I don't make this stuff up. I have really good memory retention. I remember a lot of stuff I read. And so I kind of bring these things together to show you that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities and these things in these other dimensions. Here's this article goes on to say by Jonah Lappi. Well, Jonah Jujapi, J-A-U-P-I. Robots could one day overthrow humans in an apocalyptic takeover, a tech expert has predicted. Adian Myler, the creator of the ADOB robot, says that within three years, artificial intelligence could actually overtake humanity per the Daily Star. Whoa. He also backed Elon Musk's belief that advances in AI could impact mankind more than a nuclear war. I agree with that because I don't believe we're going to have a nuclear war. I agree with Elon Musk that AI is a bigger threat than nuclear war, yes, because it's how Satan's going to interface with everybody and try to create a world that is evil all the time. He says, this is very right to feel nervous about the rise of the AI, he added. We are hurtling towards them taking over humans. There you go. So we need to have a heart of ethics. Myler explained there's a cause for concern as this is a changing world in which humans are merging with machines, which is exactly what they want. Does anyone here? Borg, Star Trek. Adian said AI is going to show a mirror to the dark side of every human being. Again, that's a reference to the occult. Technology is not good or bad. It's how we use it. The exhibition will show how it came about and where we want it to go. So this is the same thing that I believe happened centuries, thousands of years ago with Genesis chapter 6. I really do believe that. And I believe that this is the same thing they want to put back because, remember, they don't want us worshiping the Most High God. They want to create as much inversion as they possibly can in everything in the universe so they can resurrect their serpent God from the pit and allow him to rule and reign as they bring him out of the third temple, as it says in the book of Thessalonians, and declares himself God. But yet we continue to support temple funds. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's like, hey, will you pay to go ahead and have yourself killed? Uh, what do you mean? Well, yeah, we're going to go ahead and kill everybody on the block next week with all these, you know, all this gas stuff and all these chemicals. Uh, problem is, is uh, we don't have the money to pay for the gas. Will you go ahead and give us some money so we can go ahead and kill you all? Well, sure, I'll donate to that. Well, yeah, you have to because if you don't donate to that, you'll be cursed. But you just told me if I donate it, I'll be killed. But if I don't donate it, then I'll be cursed. Well, yeah, you, you do know what I mean. You'll be cursed. And like, what the heck are you talking about? Why would I possibly want to bring the Antichrist in? That's the that's the abstract, bizarre reasoning that they have actually convinced people is true. You know, it's crazy when the when the synagogue of Satan took over this country pretty much by force. You know, with Woodrow Wilson by blackmail, sexual blackmail. You know, in 1913 when he was basically blackmailed for his affair at Princeton, and then right after that he brought in the income tax. Right after that they've had Brandish on the Supreme Court, which pushes in the World War One, which pushed us into the Balfour Declaration, which pushed having a Costa Nostra homeland called – we call it Israel – that basically allows them to have a non-extradition country and have their international banking communities run out of there in Switzerland. We suddenly began to realize that, hey, we got a problem. But it happened so slowly and so subtly that nobody wanted to take a look at what was really going on with the Schofield Reference Bible and why they were pushing evangelists and Christians to no longer be involved in political issues. Really a strange course of events, how they've done it. And how they've now brainwashed people into think that evil is good and bad, and good is bad, and all this inversion. 
is what the evil one always does. And always remember this, friends. God came to give you life and give it more abundantly. He loved you so much that he gave you Jesus. He gave you Jesus to die on a cross as a sacrifice, then become an omnipresent God in the Godhead to create an eternal sacrifice for your sin through his blood, to give you a blood covenant with the Most High God. That's who you are, that's who you are as a Christian. That's the love that God gave to you. Lucifer doesn't do that, or whatever you want to call him, Baal, Quetzalcoatl, whatever, whatever, whatever you pick a name, it doesn't make any difference. Same, same entity. He doesn't do that. He only comes for one reason, one purpose, to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. That's all he wants. It's all about destroying God's creation because he hates you that much. But God's given you life and given you life abundantly. Keep your hearts and minds focused on Jesus, for he is the answer. He is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. I absolutely love you guys, and I appreciate all of your emails. Also, go ahead and finish it up, but I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, and speaking of DeSantis earlier, he again called out these mRNA injections, these COVID shots again. And I'm I'm hoping he'll get more and more aggressive about them because he has been speaking about them now and calling them out repeatedly. He was at the Miami National Conservative Conference this week, and he blasted the health bureaucrats for not only imposing damaging COVID mitigations but also vaccine mandates. He went on to say here, and I quote, he goes, we, we, we rejected these elites, and we were right. They're now trying to rewrite history, acting like they wanted kids in school all along. And he's exactly, he's exactly spot on, not just about this with kids, but it's funny now how you've seen interviews with bobblehead flip-flop Fauci, how he goes in and says, I never talked, I never talked about lockdowns. I never encouraged lockdowns. I never said anything about lockdowns. I never said lockdowns needed to happen. And literally the next like 15 clips – is him saying, well, there's no other option. We're going to have to do full lockdowns. Oh, well, lockdowns are the only option here. Well, this city needs to lock down. This state needs to lock down. And he did it repeatedly over and over and over again. This is what happens when tyranny ensues. When they do things that they get caught for, they try to rewrite history. You've seen this now in numerous conflicts all across the globe year after year. Things will just change. The story changed. You go, that's not what happened. Yesterday or two days ago, I saw an article, somebody sent me a link from Free Thought Project uh, from social media Instagram. And what was funny about it, it was a video clip from news media, from NBC, the day of 9-11, right after the Pentagon had been hit by a missile. And, of course, they claimed it was a plane. And it was funny because they sent me this link, the first link on the front of it. Right on the front, big block, it says, this video has been verified by fact checkers as fake information. Literally, this has been verified by fact checkers as fake information, misinformation. Do you want to watch it anyways? Click yes. And it was literally a video clip from NBC that's gotten scrubbed on so many platforms. It's off YouTube. You can't hardly, hardly find it anywhere. And it's the guy interviewing, and he's standing Way away, you can see the Pentagon smoking in the background, and he goes, well, Kelly or whatever the lady's name he's talking to, he goes, right out there this time, he goes, they're saying that a plane hit. He said, but I'm not really sure how this is happening. He goes, there are no remnants of any plane right now at the Pentagon. There's no fuselage. There are no turbines. There's nothing. He said, there's just a bunch of couple pieces of shrapnel and a giant hole in the side of the Pentagon that's smoking right now. We're not really sure what happened at this time, but it does not appear that a plane hit the Pentagon. Bam. I mean, right off the rip. Now, of course, that video was scrubbed. And, of course, fact checkers said it was fake. They said it's misinformation. Oh, it is very real info because I remember seeing all this. I remember staring at the TV for hours after 9-11, watching everything that day and seeing it firsthand. But what's funny about it is it exactly goes back to what DeSantis is saying. 
They're trying to rewrite history and act like they didn't do what they just did to us for the last two and a half years, telling people, you're not essential. You can't keep your business open. You can be a firefighter and go jump in a burning fire, but you're not allowed to go eat dinner at a restaurant in New York City because you don't have your COVID passport, peasant. Go back and get your RNA shot if you want to function in society. Or my favorite one was when Don Lemon and all the other interesting individuals on media and social media and CNN kept saying, this is a, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Biden getting up and shaking his fist. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Those they're choosing not to have experimental RNA gene therapy injected into their bodies. They're the ones that are causing this pandemic. And again, we all know now it's a complete and total lie. And Ron DeSantis went on to say here again, this is him quoting, he said not only were these guys wrong about school, they were wrong about lockdowns. They were wrong about the epidemiology models. They were wrong about the hospital models. They were wrong about forcing masks. They were wrong when they injected the existence of natural immunity. They were wrong about the efficacy of the RNA vaccines, and they were wrong when I said COVID was seasonal, and now they admit it. But they didn't when it was obvious that that was the cause. Just because the media and the elites are saying to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do or we should do it. We are not afraid to buck the discredited ruling class and elites in this country. We did it during COVID. We've done it time and time again across the board, and we'll do it again. And he's spot on with this interview. I watched the video, too. I'm just reading the excerpt from it. His quote. And he's spot on. And he's saying basically a lot of the same stuff I'm saying. We can't sit around and forget and pretend like they didn't do what we they did to us. We can't pretend like they didn't tell us this shot was safe and effective and you can't function in society and you can't travel and you can't eat and you can't work unless you get the shot. But of course, it's not. It's not a mandate. You're not being forced to get the shot. You're just not allowed to do anything in society unless you get the shot. There were some states that were insane about it. Absolutely insane. And like I told you now what they're doing on international flights, at least I know I talked to my in-laws going from Miami to Ecuador. You now have to get $150. You have to pay the airport $150 for a PCR rapid test. $150 cash. Insurance does not cover it if you do not have the COVID vaccine passport. You got to sit there and wait. You got to get there early. You got to get your nose swab. You got to wait for the response to come back. It's almost always negative. $150, $150, $150. Dude, you have a couple and two kids. It's $600 just to fly out. No flight, nothing like that, just to get your COVID swab. Or you can get the vaccine passport, guys, and it, it'll keep you safe and protected. Well, my question is this, and this is a million-dollar ironic question that nobody's been able to answer. So I've asked this multiple times. We have now established the COVID injection does not protect you at all against COVID. It does not prevent transmission from COVID at all. In fact, in most cases, it usually increases your ability to contract COVID because your immune system is so compromised. So if you get the shot and it doesn't prevent and it doesn't protect and it doesn't stop transmission, why in the world are you allowed to board a plane without a PCR test, but anybody that actually has natural immunity that has no symptoms, why do they have to have a nose swab shoved up to their brain? Well, the answer is very clear. It's compliance and submission. They want people to get so sick of it that they're willing to get the shot just to be able to save some money and go back to a normal life. This is sadistic on every level, and we cannot continue to pretend like this is okay. 
It is time we absolutely get some people back in office and some political power back in the people that are by the people for the people, not some global elite movie star that basically has had his own TV show that's telling everybody what they want to hear, but actual real grassroots people that want to protect the population and be a government by the people for the people, not this tyrannical communist that only favors their own rule of law and is rules for thee but not for me aspect. That is no longer functional or acceptable the constitutional republic so get the truth out there my friends next week actually following into it is constitutional week starting the 17th and going forward i think to the 23rd so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff going into next week about the history and basically our founding country and what there were so many safeguards put into place to protect us from these very very reasons that we're seeing right now that people should not be so apt just to hand over their freedom for this false protection and safety because it's never protection or safety. It's fake. It's false. It does not exist. It's pixie dust, and we've seen that now very clearly. So thank you again, my friends, for the support of Health Masters. If you all need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the kit, Sleep Like a Baby. Great kit for people that are having issues with insomnia, having issues basically trying to rest or calm down at night due to stress and so forth because it happens. Be sure to check that out along with the D3 10,000 K2 on Mega Sale right now. And also be sure to check out the product of the week, the last day, the joint rebuilding formula. Get your joints feeling good, especially if you're hitting the weights harder, you're exercising or staying active. Be sure to check that out and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night as always, my friends. And I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. 